Hello, hello, lovely friends. Welcome to, shit, I believe this is episode 15 of the Great Silencing Podcast with Testimona. I'm your host, Testimona. Don't mind the background noise. My dishwasher's loud as fuck, but here's the deal. This is absolute lunatic shit right now. It is way too fucking late at night. I need to be in bed. I just finished doing a podcast with Adam and Deborah from Deborah Gets Red Pilled, and I had some thoughts come to mind, and I wanted to plug in my microphone and record them for you before I went to bed because you know how the mind is. Sometimes you get these ideas and these thoughts, and if you don't capture them, there they fucking go. So here's the deal. Me, Adam, and Deborah had a conversation about essentially the tension between men and women right now, these uh, gender wars, the, the weaponization of both masculinity and feminine, femininity, excuse me, to the point where really a lot of motherfuckers don't even know what either one of those truly is, myself included. Um, we took a look at, you know, the history of feminism and progressivism, you know, the whole, uh, where it started and how it's going shit. Uh, we talked about gender roles and the tension behind that, the confusion, the role reversals that we're seeing. We examined a whole gang of shit and, you know, that conversation was incredibly fucking powerful. Um, and it was only an hour long. So like, And there's three of us, like, sharing our experiences and our two cents. And so definitely, if you haven't checked that shit out, uh, check it out. Because, yeah, that that was powerful stuff. It really was. But something happened during that podcast. During the podcast, I was sharing some of my experience and how I had essentially been raised to... Well, how do I say this? I don't know if I should say I had been raised this way, but this is what happened in my upbringing, basically, right? These were the messages for for a multitude of reasons. Uh, The messages that got ingrained were basically what I had to do with my life is typically what men are told to do with their lives, and that was a thing from jump. Uh, And it was also something that I recognized just from being in the world. Like, if you want to be... As a woman, if you want to be safe from physical and sexual assaults or just, you know, fuckery of all kinds, which is something I've experienced more than once, um, you can't be so-called feminine, right? You can't be soft and nice and loving and open and nurturing and, you know, all the things, whatever the, you know, there's a lot more to femininity in my opinion. I struggle saying the word apparently, but my experience with, with living in that energy and loving from that energy, uh, that's an unbelievably powerful thing. It's a very beautiful thing, but I came to feel like I could not stand in that energy or be in a, you know, in that energy operating from that space because you were just going to continue to get, uh, taken advantage of and assaulted and be a target. And if you really want power in this world, if you really want success, if you really, cause what's power and success really, what are we looking for in those two things? We're looking for, at least I was, and I am, 
What are we looking for if we want if we want power, if we want control over our own lives, if we want success? You're looking for security. That's what you're I mean, at least for me. You know, you're looking you're looking for stability, you're looking for safety. That was a big thing for me because I never ever felt safe anywhere. Um and they were not manu- that was not a manufactured anxiety. That was real shit. Um so I rejected that and I, like consciously I did. I even remember when it happened. I a hundred percent did. And the people that I looked up to and the people that I grew up around and spent time around, they were never women. I never, ever, ever had a female role model in my life ever. It was always men and it was a certain type of man as well. Um, are those my role models today? No, but you know, growing up as a young person, like who did I idolize? Well, the drug dealers that I knew really, honestly, when I was a kid, that's, that's who I looked up to because, uh, you know, you know, they looked like they had, you know, when they weren't locked up, they had freedom, you know, they had power, they had money, they had respect, they, had people that were afraid of them. So like they didn't get fucked with on the same level as like, you know, an average person. Um, yeah, they just, you know, that whole lifestyle, I don't really need to like fucking elaborate or get into it. You either know about it or you don't. Um, but it's, it's really not that hard to wrap your mind around. And especially, you know, being a kid and, you know, seeing that kind of stuff, it's like, you know, of course you want to. You of course you're going to want to be like that. A lot of a lot of people fall for that trap. I mean, those those men did too. You know, that's why they were fucking living that way. I'm sure they saw the same thing when they were young and had the same thought. You know, so that was that was what I looked up to when I was you know young, young. When I say young, I do not mean in my twenties. I mean younger than that, like teenager type shit. Um, So it was very interesting because I was talking about that and then I was also like remembering because we were just like, or I was just like, you know, do we even know what being feminine is? Because so much of what is put on women is, you know, the stuff that has, you know, traditionally been, been put on men as far as what you should aspire toward and what you should focus on and who you should be and what you need to do in your life. Like it's, you know get the career, get the money, get the, uh, get the things, get the, what the fuck ever, you know, stand on your own, be independent, don't need anybody like, you know, have your own, you know, da da da. Nothing. I'm not saying there's anything fucking wrong with that, but there's a huge part of, I can speak for myself and the other women I know. There's a huge part of what I observe in myself and other women of course we can go do all that shit, but we also have another side to us that has a very, very strong love devotion. That type of love I have not really seen from anywhere else. I'm not saying men aren't capable of love. They absolutely are. I've had very loving relationships with men, but, um, with women, it is a little different and that's fine. Like, men and women love slightly differently. It's not a fucking big deal. So the aspect of like relationships is important, but if one becomes too self-focused, 
you know, we got into the trap of that, whether you're male or female, you know what I mean? We talked about the fucking paperwork at the fucking Bilderberg meeting, the first one, like, you know, around World War II, allegedly, right? Because we weren't there, but allegedly, you know, we have some fucking documents. And it outlines, you know, what we're seeing in society today. And that is to kind of, well, I'll just let you listen to the podcast. I mean, it, you know, spoiler alert, it has to do with fucking making the parents obsolete. So, you know, the state can essentially have more influence over the children and the children and next generations and next generations have more loyalty to the state than they do to their own parents. That's the whole point. Um, essentially, but it is a lot more complicated than that. So, so, you know, it's, it's not really good. I don't think for anybody. Oh shit. My fucking discord is making noise. Sorry. I, uh, was just, uh, chatting with one of my, uh, music maker friends conversation that we were going to keep short and it went, (laughs) went going for a few hours, but it was so fucking worth it. I will get into that in a second because it actually ties into what I'm about to say. So I don't think it's really that great for anybody to be in a position where all they're doing is thinking about themselves and what they can, you know, gain or do in this world. That's, that is kind of, you know, another fucking, another psyop or another, you know, whatever the fuck you want to call it, because it's basically just teaching you how to be a, a good slave for the machine. Right keep fucking earning those fucking Templar notes and keep giving like a third of it at least to the feds and, you know, da, 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 just, you know, keep your focus over here type of thing. Um, but I thought about that and I was talking and I was like, you know what? Like there's a reason why I am disconnected in a lot of ways to my own feminine energy And a lot of it is just straight up fear, like that we just do not live in a world where it's safe to do that. Is that true? Yes and no. In some places and circumstances and people, it is not safe to do that. Um, But in others, it's, it's, it's not only safe, but it's actually really fucking necessary you know what? And it might not even be safe. I think maybe the concept of safety is, is somewhat of an illusion to be perfectly honest. I I don't feel like in real life that actually exists. I mean, look at nature. Like is any of those fucking animals out there in the wild, like safe? No, like they could get fucking taken out by whoever's higher up on the fucking food chain at any second, you know? So, um, I know we have built artificial, you know, worlds around us, AKA cities and such, but, uh, you know what I'm fucking saying? I, I do think that it's, it's necessary to have that energy. It's tremendously healing. It's insanely valuable. And sometimes you can get caught up in bad situations and you might give it to the wrong person or show it to the wrong person. And they might completely take advantage of you and bleed you dry. However, those experiences are still beneficial in my opinion, as long as we learn from them. So as long as I learn from them, because it teaches you discernment. We do live in a world where that, that is necessary. In my opinion, um, the world is unbelievably magical and beautiful on one hand. And then paradoxically, it is also a dystopian fucking psych ward. 
And I don't really think anybody is going to argue with me on that, no matter like where you stand on any of the other topics that, you know, I'm telling you that I just discussed with a few people on a different episode. So, uh, yeah. So I was like, man, you know what? I want to be able to stand in that energy. Like that actually is real for me. Like underneath all the anger and aggression and, you know, this or that, like that is there. And I've been noticing it too. Like, cause I also do make music. If you're, if you're just, if you know me through the podcast, like music is, is first for me. And I've noticed that in my songwriting lately, um, is that like, I don't really want to go to the angry place anymore. Like I'm feeling much more emotional and sentimental and introspective. And, you know, how can, how can we, you know, collectively heal? How can we address this, you know, wave of frozen hearts where, you know, they, you know, we all kind of feel like we're doing everything and feeling nothing. You know, how do you, how do you bridge the gap of the disconnect between really all humans right now? Because I, everybody I know is experiencing it. Uh, sliding scale, not everybody is experiencing it on an extreme level. But I mean, it is a fucking, it is reality. I mean, look around, dude. Like people are, people are definitely a lot less um, open, I would say. Um, people are a little more reluctant to socialize or meet new people. You know, people want to be on the internet where it's safe and impersonal and they can project any kind of a made up avatar of who they really are, but that's not actually who they am. It's, or who they are, excuse me. It's not actually who they are. So I don't know. Um, I was saying, you know, I want to stand in that energy and it's also coming out in my music and I used to suppress that. Like for real, I, like I have so much fucking music that has never seen the light of day. Cause I'm just like, that's oddly happy for me, or that's oddly, you know, like emotional, or maybe that's too vulnerable or, you know, what the fuck ever. But I'm like, you know what, if it's coming out in my music, bro, like that's, that's my fucking soul. Like, obviously there's, there is something in me that's like, yeah. As a human being, if I look at what I want to do on this earth, when what I'm really about truly, it is truly about connection, heart to heart connection, person to person connection. And of course, you know, connection with the fucking tremendous universe around us connection with the divine, which I believe is within and without. I do not believe that is solely external at all. Um, and I believe it's in, it's in us too. I think that when humans are able to connect on like a authentic level that there is, you know, that is like a divine blessing and a divine merging. I do believe that. Um, so, so I am really very, very much about relationships and love and connection and healing and everybody being able to like come to their own truths and heal, you know, together that's a big fucking deal for me. And it's something that I think about fucking every single day, honestly. Um, but I don't really talk about it much and I don't really, it's not really in my music at all, except for that one song I did, uh, true warriors hunt themselves. That's for sure all about that. Um, 
Is it a little aggressive or edgy in certain areas? Sure. But it's, you know, it's lo-fi hip-hop. It's still pretty fucking chilled out. And it's 100% message-based of, like, we need to stop blaming each other for shit and, like, look within. And that's where the fucking healing is and that's what real bravery is. That's, is, is you know, being brave enough to face your own shadow as opposed to just, you know, jumping at the ones that you're seeing, which are likely just reflections of your own shit. Um, <clears throat> so, so, you know, that came to light and then uh my friend Feo hits me up and we're we were talking about you know having a little meeting or whatever to discuss some music stuff uh he's got a lot of really great shit going on he actually produced true warriors hunt themselves um so he's a great fucking dude like in general like good very good person to talk to about life stuff but also a tremendous musician uh and vocalist rapper you know what i mean so very, very, very good. So that was uh, that was an incredible conversation. Um, it lit me the fuck up. It really, really did. I have not felt that spark with my art in probably like probably about like six weeks, which feels like a lifetime. If you're fucking, if you're an artist, like it's not like I haven't been making music. I have been like that's like one of the ways that I make money, but. As far as like my own stuff, you know, I've got stuff sitting on the back burner. It's already done. It's ready to be released. But I'm like, you know, fucking, I got to shoot some videos for this or something, you know, whatever. Who knows? But as of now, I have video shoots scheduled for uh, January. So I'm just thinking like, let's stack up the rest of the songs for this debut album. Let's, uh, you know, shoot these music videos for these two singles drop the singles, maybe drop one more single and then have the album to drop. So I'm just stacking right now. Um, and then shit will start getting released once those videos are shot in January. Unless something really weird happens and I just decide to release them with no video, which I, I'm not ruling that out. But as of now, the plan is to shoot videos. So because it's been a minute since I've done that. Um, but we got to talking and, uh, you know, he shared some sounds that he's got, you know, on the production end and, you know, we were, you know, I'm not going to get, you know, into the business, you know, but basically it was, you know, these sounds were so beautiful, so unbelievably fucking beautiful, so perfect that I was like, whoa, okay. I could do a whole album to this, to, to these fucking tracks and this is actually like flawless for the type of emotion and the type of message that I really actually want to express. And then it all clicked. I was like, this is, this is not happening by accident. Like I go on Deborah gets red pill podcast with them. We talk about it. I realize, Oh shit. Like I've denied my own feminine energy because I, you know, was tired of, you know, having bad things happen. However, Armor serves you when you're at war, right? But if you keep it on too fucking long, you cross a threshold where you're like, oh shit, I don't know how to take this off. It's like it gets welded to you. 
then comes <laughs> a lot of work you got to fucking do. But, uh, you know, I realized that and I was like, wow, I never really said that out loud before, but I, yeah, I actually do want to stand in that feminine energy and I can actually pinpoint within myself what that energy is, what it feels like, what it looks like. Like I, I a hundred percent know what that is. I know what it feels like. I know what it is. It's a beautiful thing to be able to love to that degree and to have that much devotion to that degree. And it is probably the most fulfilling, like one of the most fulfilling things I've ever experienced is not even being loved. It's loving on on that capacity. That is more fulfilling actually than being loved. Now, am I saying people should go and give that to people that don't give a fuck about them? Absolutely not. That will rip you to pieces. Don't do that. But you know, you know, you get what I'm fucking saying. I don't need to explain it anymore. It's too late for that shit. Anyway. So, you know, then, then came, you know, the, the music and being like, yeah, you know, that's not even, you know, the old stuff, my armor, I guess, right. My anger, um, responses to valid stuff, but also, you know, it's, it's not what's at the root of those responses at all. It's a defense. And so I'm just like, yeah, that hasn't really been like coming through in my fucking tunes. You know what I mean? Some people still might think they hear it. I mean, I'm like, that's just the way I fucking talk. Um, but you know, whatever. And then, uh, in talking to Fayo and in hearing, you know, that music and in thinking, you know, going through my own lyrics and my own songs that haven't been recorded yet and being like, okay, like, you know, if I want to go with this sound, like what, what concept for the album would I do? Cause I already have other albums that I'm fucking, you know, working on finishing up and getting out there. And it's like, it all just kind of came together in my head and there were a few other developments as well, but I'm not going to, you know, disclose that yet. But it was just like, holy shit. It is now okay to proceed in embodying the energy that I have pushed away for fear of being harmed. And I'm going to do it with music. Like I'm a hundred. And that's a big fucking thing. Because if you listen to my music, like just fucking listen to it. Like it's some of, some of it's upbeat, but the majority of it, no, I mean, it could be, I mean, it is relatively aggressive. A lot of it's fun. You can definitely dance to all of it. Um, and some of it's very dark and some of it's really fucking gritty and some of it is, it's very intense. Those are all authentically how I felt when I made those fucking songs a hundred percent. And there's maybe like maybe one or two like sentimental songs. Um, but yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, um, if this is what like matters to me even more than like exposing the fuckery in today's world, because even that shit will burn you out, dude. Like I am all for like setting the matrix on fire and like, you know, a couple other things that I can't say into a microphone. Um, (laughs) But, excuse me, my fucking voice is starting to go out. But, um, yeah, there's other stuff, dude. Like that, that lovingness that I I can't explain it with words. Like you're, you're just, you'll have to fucking hear it. 
when when the shit comes out. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to like actually try this, try stepping into this and allowing myself to actually be more like emotional, more sentimental, more vulnerable. Um, because it, it does, you know, you do as a woman get the message in, in this, um, in this world, you do get the message that you have to, you know, kind of embody what men are told to be. Otherwise you will, you know, you'll lose. I don't know what it is. We're playing apparently a fucking game, but you know, you'll, you'll lose like bad things will happen to you. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but I'm just kind of like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna, I'm going to do this shit. We're going to see how this goes. It will be a change and it's still going to be me authentically me. So like, you know, don't fucking expect something like wallflower status. That's never who I am, but shit is going to get a little bit more, I don't know, sentimental, raw. I don't know how the fuck to explain it. Dreamy. I don't know. Dude, these beats were so fucking unbelievable. Y'all like, like, holy shit. Holy shit. So yeah, that's what I wanted to say was that, uh, today was kind of the marker of, you know, as I journey into unpacking this whole like weird tension between men and women and diving into the effects of like history and religion and politics. Cause it like literally this, this issue, there's no area of our human workings that it doesn't fucking touch. It's nuts. And then of course, like, you know, shadow fucking operations from, the good old powers that be, of course, they have a hand in that shit. Um, today was the day where I'm just like, you know what? I know what that loving, feminine, like, protective spirit of mine feels like. I know what that the beauty of, like, a devotional love looks like, whether that's to a craft or to a cause or to a person or even toward, you know, your own self or to a higher power, like what, you know, what, what the fuck ever, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to step into that. I'm going to allow myself to do that. And I have not ever said that ever, especially not into a fucking microphone. (laughs) And tonight I've said it now three times into a, either a microphone or in the case where I was talking to my friend Fayo, um, we were, FaceTiming over the computer, so into a laptop speaker. (laughs) So yeah, I just wanted to say that. That was very, very odd. Um, Check out the last episode. I'm going to upload that before I upload this. So check out the episode with Deborah Gets Red Pilled and me um, on this whole fucking thing. And then, you know, here you have this and, you know, be on the lookout for some, for a lot, honestly, a lot of new music. Um... And if you haven't heard the last song that I put out, that song is called Farewell is Never Forever. That is probably the most like, ugh, like sentimental matters of the heart song I've, I have allowed to stay live. Have I made songs like that before? Yeah. Did I remove them from the internet immediately? Yes. So that's the only one that is out and it's out now. I released it in October. So it's like fucking two months old. 
Um, the rest will be released, you know, in the new year because it's the end of the fourth quarter. So unless you're releasing Christmas music, no one's dropping any fucking new shit right now. It's time to time to hold off a little bit. Um, yeah, so I guess that's all I got to say to you, motherfuckers. I do love you, most of you at least. I I don't know who the fuck the rest of you are. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm talking nonsense. It's like 3 a.m. So I need to go to bed. Um, but yeah, check out the pod. Check out some fucking music. You know, let me know what you think. If you're not on my Telegram chat, um, go to. If you're on Telegram, go to the Great Silencing Uncensored because, or just find me on fucking socials because I am right now still in the process of collecting uh, data from anybody who wants to give it, meaning your opinion or your life experiences when it comes to this issue of, you know, the gender wars, the tension between men and women, the gender roles, the role reversals, like whatever kind of experience you are having with that shit. Like even if you're a person that doesn't identify with, the the masculine or the feminine gender roles like that's fucking fine that's also a valid experience and if you want to share anything about like why or what your journey's been like or whatever all of this shit's connected dude it it really is so um to anybody who is willing to share uh your information is going to be kept anonymous obviously but um, if you want to share it, me and Ann Davis are in the middle of uh, getting our stuff together and consolidated for a series, which will, you know, this might be the last podcast episode I do for this season, season one. I might do one more over like the little Christmas break thing. I might. I will be out of town, but I'm bringing my podcast mic. So I might do one episode when I am on the island. Uh, But if not, this will be the last one. And then January will hit and we will be hitting you with those, the series of what we find and what we excavate as far as, you know, where does all this shit come from? And how much of our history are we not being told? And why is it that we are always told that there needs to be one person that has the upper hand over the other, keeping us in a perpetual state of imbalance and therefore condemning us to the fate of always being in this slingshot between polarities? It's like we go really far in one direction and then to course correct, we go way too far in the other. And then it's just like conflict and chaos and fuckery. And then we're like, oh, well, this isn't working. So let's just go right back to what we were doing two times ago. And then it's like, dude, that's just going to cause the same shit to happen again. It, it really is. So there's got to be some fucking middle ground here. Um, and I think that people on people coming from any side of this all have valid things to say and all, all do need to be heard because I think that the hyper reactivity of the hive right now is a result of repressed emotions and experiences. You know, are there people that just genuinely get off on hysteria and suffering for like no fucking reason other than the fact that it produces chemical reactions in the brain that are, you know, similar to certain drugs, like it kind of amps you up or, 
you know, whatever. People get like people get off on weird shit, but we we totally do, man. Our our stories, victim narratives, self righteousness, blaming, holier than thou, fuck shit. You know, people get off on that. So like, I there's the people that have like you know real shit, real wounds you know, real places they're coming from. And then there's just the people that are like, you know, pilot fish on a shark. They're just like along for the fucking ride just to make noise and be a pain in their ass. So I'm not talking about those fucking people. Um, but you know, your opinion is, is wanted. Your experience is wanted. If you want to contribute, you know, before these series start going live that I'm doing with Anne, uh, hit me up on any fucking social or go into my telegram where I made a post asking people like what they wanted to add and just like leave a comment and add something. So yeah, or you can go to www.testimona.com and you can submit some shit to me on the contact form. It'll go right to my email and you can say whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. There is, there's no wrong answers. It's not about being right. It's just about like getting an accurate temperature check on, you know, what's really going on with everybody type of thing. So with that, I will leave you with that. Uh, We are entering a lovely new year and everybody's probably exhausted as fuck, but still ready to fucking take shit to the next level. I know I absolutely am very grateful for it. So let's all level the fuck up. That's all I got to say is let's all level the fuck up and get get creative as fuck. Be authentic as fuck. Take some fucking risks. Take some fucking liberties. And uh, the last thing I'll leave you with is if you find yourself in a situation where, you know, another, your fellow man, man or woman, but like another person is, is your fucking enemy, you're probably under the hypnosis of a fucking psyop. And for you, if you don't know what that means, it means a psychological operation. They are most often conducted by military or intelligence agencies. Uh, And you are because really all of the anger and discontentment and injustices that's coming from so far above what anybody who is not part of such a tiny minority on this planet of the ruling class is capable of fucking doing like, that's not, you know, we absolutely get used as pawns against each other. It's called divide and conquer. But like the reality is like everybody has their own indoctrination and brainwashing and like, you know, basically sorcery that's been put over them. And, you know, it's, it's not them. That doesn't mean I'm saying give people a free pass. Like if someone's being an absolute fucking lunatic and like spreading really dangerous shit, like, I don't know, somebody like Andrew Tate, like, no, fuck that motherfucker. But like, he's probably got fucking, I mean, he's obviously got issues too. You know what I mean? I don't fucking know. He, to me, he just seems like a $2 fucking pimp. That's like taking advantage of a, of a, you know, an incel community that has lost their way. Um, he sees an opportunity to make money off of them the same way he did with those women. So like now a bunch of dudes are getting pimped out for like 50 bucks a month, um, to sell affiliate links and hopefully get $5 off of it. But you know, like he's, he saw an opportunity he filled, he filled the need, you know, do I respect that person? Not at all. Not even fucking close. No. 
And do I think anything he says is helpful? No, I think it's dangerous because there are people that are so broken down and have such a lack of identity and ability to think for themselves that they swallow it the fuck up. And it's fucking scary. Andrew Tate doesn't scare me. The people that fucking believe what comes out of his mouth are who fucking scares me. But again, bitch, like if we are fighting each other, mm-mm, that's, you know, ultimately it's, it's still playing right into the hands of a much larger and much more sinister agenda that we are, for the most part, all aware of at this point. We're all aware that there is a depopulation agenda. We're all aware that there is a human capitulation agenda. We are all aware that there is a human automation agenda. We are all the fuck aware. So we stand at the turning point where humanity can either pull out of this shit, thrive and harmonize together and be reborn or we can fall off of a fucking cliff and land in a fucking pod with an Oculus and live in augmented reality forever until we waste away into fucking nothingness and just be, you know, beyond even a slave. I mean, at that point, you are just like a vessel for energy harvesting. And that might sound far-fetched to some people, but if you're paying attention, that, that's already here. It's like, it's literally fucking here. Um, and these people, they, they tell you their plans. It's in fucking black and white. Like, don't, don't come to me demanding I spoon feed it to you, bitch. Like, I've been researching this shit for fucking years. It's not hard. Go to the World Economic Forum's website, dude. Learn about the Bilderberg Group. Figure out what the fuck they're doing in Davos. It's, it's literally there for you. The Great Reset literally has a fucking channel on YouTube. Read the documents, dude. Read some of Klaus Schwab's books. Read it. Like, read Operation Lockstep. Read all of these fucking scenarios. Learn about this shit. If you don't know about it, it, it's all there. It is right fucking there. So if somebody ever gets annoyed with you, like, if you come at them fucking sideways about, like, where's your sources, it's like, bitch, we've been posting about this shit and trying to tell people for fucking years And it's literally like you just spent more energy going nuts on us and trying demanding that we give you all of the intel. You spent more time drafting that comment than it would have taken you to actually like run a internet search and find it yourself. Like it's that easy to fucking find. So that's, that's when it gets old because it is, it is tiring. (laughs) It is fucking tiring. I don't always want to talk about that shit, to be honest. I don't. But if you think I'm burying my head in the sand, you're out of your fucking mind. But, you know, it does. It it can burn you out. So, with that, I'm taking my ass to bed. But I did think that this was interesting. An interesting turn of events of remembering what what being feminine is to me, not what some fucking book says it is that people wrote, okay? Get that shit straight. Some of you fumble that massively. It's unbelievable. And not what anyone else is going to fucking tell me either, you know? Like, if my grandma was still alive, I'd listen to her, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, a lot of that's been lost in, these, in the last couple of generations, 
So, you know, a lot of the women that kind of would be people I would go to, they're not around anymore, you know? So you got to listen to your own spirit and look at your own experiences. And luckily I have a lot of them. So I'm like, all right, yeah, I know what the fuck that is. And I'm going to explore it. And we will find out even more about what that is. Um, but yeah, that was, that was cool, man. It's, it's cool to finally get to the point where you're like, I'm going to allow myself to fully take up, you know, this space of who I am. And I'm not going to hide it because, you know, this, that, and the third might happen. It's like, bitch, I already been through that shit. I know how to fucking handle it. Like, fuck you. You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, you try to come for me, bitch, you, you know, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get shot. It's like, I'm just letting you know. Would I ever hurt somebody without provocation? Absolutely not. It's not in my fucking nature. I was just making a simple law-abiding general statement that I will act within my legal rights to defend my own life if my life is ever put in danger again. And that should not be a controversial fucking statement. But these days, just about everything is depends on who's listening. All right, bitches. Good night. Farewell.